Hey, my refreshed sister, thank you for joining me for another episode. You've been listening, you've been watching, and I want your feedback. I want to know how this show is going for you, what topics you would love to hear, um, and where could I improve on? What could I give you to help you care for your soul? So however you tuned in today, whether it's through Apple, Spotify, iHeart, or YouTube, there should be a link in the show notes or in the comments where you can go and do a survey under listener feedback. So please go complete this. This would help me improve your listening experience and more importantly, how I can help you better care for your soul. All right, let's get into today's episode. Hey there, this is your girl Shawanda and you're listening to Refreshing the Soul podcast a show where we bring our experiences and God's truth to refresh the heavy and hard places in your soul. From anxiety to unforgiveness, we'll learn how to come to an honest place in our souls and uproot those hidden lies so that you can discover the unique expression God created you to be in this world. Welcome back to Refreshing the Soul podcast. I'm your host, Shawanda Williams. Thank you for joining me for another episode. If you have been rocking along with us this month, you know that we are talking about your wounded soul, what your wounded soul needs. And before we get started, as always, I want you to do a soul check-in. Let's check in with our soul. How is your soul doing? How are you doing? Your soul is your thinker, your filler, your chooser. So all of that, how have you been thinking towards yourself, towards your life, towards others? How have you been feeling? How have you been feeling down on the inside? Is everything okay? Are you okay? Are there some things that happened that you may have just just graze by, but you know, you need to go back and you need to deal with that. Maybe there's some things that's, it's been hard to address, but you know, you need to sit down before God and be honest about it. I want to encourage you right now. I don't care if you have to press pause on this podcast, pause it and go and sit before your father and be honest about whatever it is that has been going on. I get it. There are times I'm feeling certain things, even if I'm confused and I can go to all these different messages looking to hear something from God without even going to him directly. That intimate um, hiding place, that secret place that we have with God, nothing can compare to that. And if there's some things that's troubling your heart, there's a place where you don't have peace, that you feel disturbed. We need to pause here and give that space for you and God. And how have you been choosing? So thinking, how you've been thinking, how you've been feeling, how have you been choosing? How have you been showing up? Are you showing up as your full self? Are you listening to Holy Spirit on how to speak or respond to someone or to a a certain um, event? Have you been choosing his way or have you been choosing your way? Have you been choosing the rush way? Have you been choosing panic Have you been choosing worry? What have you been choosing? How has your soul been choosing? We have to check in with our soul. And those are three ways to check in with yourself. Ask yourself, how have I been thinking? What have my thoughts been about lately? Where am I struggling in the battle of my mind? Where am I struggling with my thoughts? Things that I don't want to think, but it keeps coming back up. 
And then how am I feeling? What's going on emotionally with me? Emotions are not wrong. They're not bad. God has given it to us. But if we don't ever sit down to identify, I'm scared. Like not just angry, not just frustrated, but I really, I'm scared. I don't know when my next check is coming. I don't know what the next step is. I feel stuck. Like I'm afraid. Get those emotions out. Get it on paper. Sit it before God. Don't keep it stuffed in your soul because then that affects the next thing. Our choices, our decisions, how we choose, how we show up, how we respond um, to others, to life. Um, So I just want you to be healthy. I want you to care for your souls. And um, this month, we're talking about how to care for that wounded soul. And we started off with time. The first week we talked about time, the time we need to heal, to fill. And I encourage you, if you missed that episode, go back. It's really, really good. We have to be patient with ourselves and give ourselves time to feel what we feel, to heal, to hear from God, hear his perspective on whatever happened, whatever wounded us. Um, Also, the next week we talked about um, oxygen. Our wound needs oxygen, just as a natural scar or wound will need that time to breathe. Actually, it says that in order for it to be healed, there is a certain, um, there's a certain time where your wound needs to breathe. It needs actual air. It needs oxygen. It goes the same for our spiritual wounds. You need to let it breathe. You need to let it out. Sometimes we can stuff again our emotions inside because we don't want to feel it or we don't want to address it we don't want to face the pain we don't want to face what happened to us or what we did to someone else um or what fell apart but God wants you to address it you need to give your wound oxygen and you can address it in the safe place with him in the safe place of those he put around you and community But whatever you do, don't cover it up. Don't act like you're okay. Don't fake it. No, be honest, be authentic, be real with God and say it hurts here. And then last week we talked about how our wound needs ointment. Our wound needs ointment. I mean, there's, there's no scratch or scar (laughs) that I don't put some Neosporin on, on me. What about you? I mean, that's one of the first things I'm going to, because not only does that Neosporin help um, with um, with the the healing, it also helps with the pain. And in God's word, we found last week that he is our healing. He is our balm. He is the one who will heal, heal our pain and comfort our sorrows. That's what it said in the word. So instead of us going to all these other things to find that comfort, to find that relief, that's really temporary. Let's go to the true source of our healing and allow God's word to put ointment on us. I talked about how God gave me a word in a place of where I had to, I had to be back in relationship with my husband who I was wounded by for many years. And one of the words of his ointment was, I have to be enough. Jesus has to be enough. He has to be enough for me. And that taught my soul where I, were wound, where I was wounded that I didn't need man to make me feel loved. I didn't need that. I needed God's healing. 
I needed to know that God is my everything and in him, I have everything. So I do not lack anything. He is enough. And as I began to really believe that word, and it was a struggle, I'm not going to sit here and act like it just came so easy because God said it. It was a struggle. I had to continuously check in with my soul and be honest in that place of how I thought and say, Hey, it hurts here. And again, but you are enough. You are enough. The place where I'm longing for attention. I'm longing for this apology. I'm longing for this. And God said, but you have me and in me, you have peace. Your soul can be at peace right now without you thinking you need something else. And I just feel right now I'm talking to someone. You're thinking that you need this peace and that peace can only come through this certain area if he says this or if he stops doing this I get it but I'm telling you true peace is from God because I've been I've been at the place where I was no longer in the relationship but the place of where I was wounded in my soul of how I saw myself was still there the wound was still there I wasn't healed so just because you're not dealing with the pain doesn't mean you're healed God's ointment it It soothes the pain. It comforts your sorrows, but it also heals you. It heals your mind. It heals the way you think. It heals the way you see yourself. It heals the way you see others. He is enough for you. And so for this week, your wounded soul needs faith. Your wounded soul needs faith. And so what is faith? That's, that's, I wanted to start with that. Something basic, starting off basic. Cause we can just go into all these scriptures and, and, and give you examples of what it looked like to have faith in God. But what is faith? Faith is a complete trust or confidence in someone or something. Okay. Complete trust. Me sitting on this seat, not thinking for a moment that it's going to co- collapse. That is complete trust. <laughs> That's trust that this seat is going to hold me up. That is faith. Faith is knowing. It is not just believing. It is not just hoping for. It is knowing. Let's read just real quick from Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. It says, And this is the New King James Version. It says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Meaning your faith is the the substance of the things hoped for. Meaning my faith, your faith, our faith is tied to our hope our hope, our desire for something to come to pass, our feeling of expectation. My faith is tied to my hope. If we have no hope or no expectancy for something to come to pass, if we have no hope and or desire and to be healed, then guess what? We can't have the faith to be healed. Now faith is the substance. That's New King James Version. NIV says that now faith is the confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. Meaning I may not see healing. I may see even myself um, showing up in a way that shows that I'm not healed. I may still feel pain. I may still 
feel the insecurities, the fears, the doubts, the trauma that this, that these wounds left me with. But faith is the confidence of knowing that I will be healed. It's the confidence. No, I will be healed. I know what God can do and I'm going to keep hoping and expecting for it. I have a desire to be healed and my faith is knowing that I will be. So when, if we lose, if we lose our hope, then faith no longer, no longer exists. It is the evidence of what is not seen. Meaning the evidence of my healing is not healing. <laughs> it's not just being healed. The evidence of healing is my faith. The, the fact that I believe for it. Ah, that's that. I had a song. I was like, what is a great song to go from my hiding place at the end of the of the episode and believe for it would have been great but I believe God put another song on my heart but that's a great song by C.C. Winans to go and listen to to believe for it we have to believe for it but as you're believing for it God want to get you to a place where you just know I know that I'm going to be healed in this area and I'm going to tell you there's been air, multiple areas in my life where God is un- has unlayered and showed me parts of myself and saying, hey, this is here. Well, we need to do something about this. And waiting ex- patiently, expecting him, partnering with God and whatever it is he's telling me to believe, whatever he- he's telling me to do, that right there, that, in- that, that takes me, that took me from faith to faith. God doesn't want us going back and forth from faith to doubt, to faith, to worry, to faith, to fear. No, we, he wants us to go from faith to faith, to faith, meaning I'm going to believe God for, 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 for this. I'm going to put my hope. I'm going to put my trust in them of, you know what? I may feel this way right now, but I'm going to choose to believe that I won't always be here, that God can heal me through this. That I can face this um, again. That I that I can be faced with another another life situation, another problem, another man, or whatever, and not feel insecurity toward it, not feel in, um, intimidate intimidation, not feel fear toward it. That I can actually um, go in peace, and that's what we're gonna read today about the the woman who was healed with the issue of blood, how he, he commanded her, go in peace. God wants you to live in peace. He wants you to go in peace day by day, living undisturbed, unbothered. And so that is what we have to put our faith in, that we can actually live in peace, that we will live in peace. But then, so then if something else happened, if something else um, falls apart or something doesn't work out on the job or in the, the loan that you're trying to get or whatever it is, the disappointment there is not crushing you. It's not sending you to a place of where you don't have peace anymore. No, you're like, God, no, I know that you're going to work this out for me. I know that there's another door. We're going from faith to faith. And so your wounded soul needs faith to heal. It needs faith to access healing. And so I want to read, I want to read and pick up from where we did last week on, um, where the woman who suffered for 12 years, um, with bleeding. And this is in Luke chapter eight, verse 43. I believe that's where it began. So Luke chapter eight, let me make sure I'm right. Yeah. (laughs) Chapter eight, verse 43. Okay. 
And I'm just going to read the NLT version. For 43, it says, A woman in the crowd had suffered for 12 years with constant bleeding, and she could find no cure. Coming up behind Jesus, she touched the fringe of his robe. Immediately, the bleeding stopped. Who touched me? Jesus asked. Everyone denied it, and Peter said, Master, this whole crowd is pressing up against you. But Jesus said, Someone deliberately touched me, for I felt healing power go out from me. When the woman realized that she could not stay hidden, she began to tremble and fell to her knees in front of him. The whole crowd explained, heard her explain why she had touched him and what she had been immediately and that she had been immediately healed. Verse 48, daughter, he said to her. Your faith has made you well. Go in peace. Your faith has made you well. Wow. One thing I want to say here is that, you know, this woman had been dealing with um, this sickness, this illness, this pain for 12 years. That is a long time. And sometimes time can cause us to lose hope. Sometimes the thing that we have been dealing with, because we have seen it this way for so long, because we've seen ourselves in a certain light for so long, we can give up on a possibility of us ever being different, of us ever being changed, of us ever being healed. And we can accept what's dysfunctional. What's, we, can, we can normalize pain we can normalize normalize bleeding we can normalize um suffering and when peace does come i'm telling you this from experience when when peace when healing healing does come because you've been so used to the suffering the pain the dysfunction the trauma you're looking around like what's going where what did, is this real did this, you some sometimes we could do things to sabotage it because we we've been in it for so long but what i want to tell you we our hope this lady this woman's hope she was determined to be healed jesus said no someone deliberately meaning there is intention behind being healed we cannot be lax when it comes to our healing I'm not saying that that you have to work and do all of these things to be healed. What I'm saying is there has to be an intention in our heart, an awareness that I'm seeking healing. I'm expecting God to heal me. I'm desiring to be different, to not be in the same condition, to not allow this condition to define me, to not allow this condition to set the trajectory of my life. This is not how I will live. This is not what I will accept for myself because I, I am a daughter of God. I belong to him. I'm accepting and receiving his identity for me. And if I am a daughter, then there's no reason I should be sitting in sickness. There's no reason I should be sitting and my heart is sick. And I'm, I'm, I'm wounded. I'm, 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 I'm worried all the time. I'm weary. I'm depressed. I'm, that, that, that doesn't make sense 
for a, a God who sent his son, Jesus, so that we may have life and life more abundantly. But I, I have trust issues and I'm in turmoil every day of my life because I can't stop thinking about how such and such may stab me in the back because of what happened to me 10 years ago. That is not God. That is not God's best for you. That is not God's best for you. And sometimes we're not even aware that the decisions and our life choices that we make are coming from a wounded place. You're thinking that, oh, I just dress like this because I, 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 I like to look like this. But really deep down in your heart, there's this issue of feeling worthy to be loved there's this issue of of not feeling seen and not knowing who you are and not really having a secure confidence in the character the personality the woman that God has made you so you have to but there's this confidence in your body and the way that it's shaped so you make up for the wound you cover the wound by dressing a certain way doing things to make you feel better being your own ointment, having a way your body look to, to distract from what you don't like on the inside. Maybe there's some things you don't like that how you look on the inside. You're wounded there. You're hurt there. Your mind, when I say wounded, it doesn't always have to be, um, you're hurting, but wounded is just something where something was injured in you. Your peace could have been stolen. A word could have been said and now the way you think toward yourself is injured, is wounded. God wants you to see who you are, but it requires faith. It requires you believing it has to come from him. I'm done with all the physicians. I'm done with going here and there. I'm done with shopping this thing away. I'm, it's not making me feel better. I, we know and you know. When you go to bed at night, when you're in your most secrets of holies, what, what, what goes on in your soul? What goes on in your mind? You know what that is. And that's the place of where we have to be honest and say, am I whole? Do I have peace? Am I at rest? Am I healed? Only you can answer that. Now, God knows. He knows the places that we probably can't even see. He knows why. He knows how to heal it. But he's still, he's still waiting with open arms saying, you have, you have to come to me. There has to be some sort of desire, some hope, some expectancy that I can heal you. If you don't believe that he can, you won't have access to the healing. If you read... um that I think in verse 48, I don't want to go too, too fast, but verse 48, that last verse I read in the passion translation, it says, Jesus responded, beloved daughter, your faith in me has released your healing. You may go with my peace. I'm going to read that again. Jesus responded, beloved daughter, your faith in me has released your healing. You may go with my peace. Your faith 
and God healing you releases healing. Faith releases healing. Faith is what's needed to access power from God. A couple of verses up, verse 46. But Jesus said, someone deliberately touched me for I felt healing power go out from me. Your faith accesses the power of God, the healing power of God. Truth is, some of us have gotten lax. We have just settled into what's comfortable. We have decided to cover um, pains up. We've decided to move on with life as status quo. Knowing something's not right. Knowing you got jealous issues, jealousy issues. Knowing you've had, you got trauma. And you decided to either stop believing or you, ch- you chose not to believe. And I'm here to just stir somebody up today. Your faith in Jesus will release healing into your soul. You just need to believe again. You need to hope again. Expect. The enemy comes to kill, to steal, and destroy. He doesn't want you healed. And he's going to come after God's word, his word that says that he can heal you. He wants you to doubt. He wants you to second guess what God can do. That's the trick he did with Eve. And I'm, 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 I would be remiss if he, if he allowed um, you to be tricked again, even after this message, do not be tricked by the enemy. You can be healed. You can be changed. But it's your faith. It's your choice to what? What is faith? Faith is complete trust and confidence in someone or something. And I'm going to tell you something. Don't have complete trust and confidence in the healing. Have complete trust and confidence in the healer. I was just, me and my husband was just talking about this the other day. Because sometimes we can have a displaced hope where you're hoping your hope is not in God. It's in the thing he's promising you. He's, he's, he's promised you, let's say, let's, I'm just using an example. He's promised you uh, this building for your business and you're seeking for it. You're looking for it, but deal after deal after deal keeps going, getting shot down and you're disappointed you're worried, you're confused, you're upset, you can't sleep, you have no rest in your soul. Why? Because the hope was in the building. The hope, the faith was in God working out the building that you wanted. And if the hope got displaced, it's supposed to remain in God. And see, this is what this is why we come to a place where some people are still around here calling themselves Christians, Jesus followers, but you're not healed. You're still wounded because somewhere in it, you may have believed that he could, but you just gave up on it or you figure Hey, this is just the way I am. No, the devil is a liar. 
You don't have to stay the way you are. You don't have to deal with shame. You don't have to deal with guilt. I'm not saying the process is going to be easy and I'm not saying it's going to happen immediately just like it did for this, for this woman. What I'm saying is it's going to require your faith. It's going to require you to continually expect and hope and believe and desire that he can heal you. And in it, it's because he can heal you. The desire, the hope, the trust is in God, is not in the healing. Don't want the healing so bad that that becomes the idol. Want the healer, want God. There's a song by Natalie Grant called, um, oh man, what is it called? What is it called? Um, but she says, help, help me want the healer more than healing, meaning don't just want what God can give you. If you can trust him for the healing, you can trust him. Want him more than you want the healing. Because now your hope and your trust, it won't move. Because you put it in something that doesn't lie, that doesn't change. So with the healing, if what you're looking for don't come tomorrow, it's okay. If you get up and you you notice something triggered a place in you and you're still dealing with this insecurity, it's okay. Your trust is in God. Okay, it, you just you're just aware and you recognize, okay, this is where I'm at. It's okay. It doesn't change who God is. And God is still a healer and he will heal me. I trust him. I have faith in him. I will be healed. I will not always be like this. Better days will come. And I can still enjoy today. Even though I'm here this day, I can still enjoy today. Mm. Amen. Amen. Lastly, I put that faith is what pleases God. Even though you may have been wounded, even though you may have been hurt, you are still in a position where you can please God. When you have faith in him, despite the hurt, despite what has happened to you, and you're still praising him, saying you are my healer, you are who I trust, you are who I rely on, I'm going to remain in you, that pleases God. It pleases him to know that you have a surrendered heart. You have a heart that's obedient and turned to him. That not even pain, not death, not hurt can separate your love from him. See, we know the word where it says that nothing can separate his love from us. But some of us, we got, we put all this stuff in a way where you're going to stop loving. You're going to stop hoping. You're going to stop trusting if A, B, and C doesn't work out. But God wants your faith because if he has your faith, he has your hope. And if he has your hope, he has your heart. That's where your expectancy, your desire comes from that place of hope. Some of us too, we stop hoping because it hurts to hope again. That means I'm putting myself up for being disappointed if it doesn't work out. But again, we're learning now, we're not placing our hope in the healing. We're placing our hope in the healer. He can't disappoint us. The healer can't let us down. The healer doesn't lie. So somewhere or another, I'm going to be healed. I may not know how, I may not know when, but it doesn't change who God is. And if what I'm saying today just sounds so fictional and fake, for you that it seems impossible and I've heard this before and I, I, I don't want to hear this again. I'm, I pray right now, God, that you soften 
your, your, as you soften her heart to hear you, God. She's been seeking. She's been longing. She's been hurting. And Father, I pray that her heart softens under your touch, your words right now to her, that you've been hearing her heart wanting to be healed, wanting to no longer be insecure, to be free from um, the shame, the guilt of whatever happened or whatever is still happening. I thank you, God, that your word is reminding her to still believe, to believe for the healing, to believe you for the healing and not to get her hope and trust in the wrong thing, but to seek your face and not just your hands. Thank you, God, that by her faith in you, healing will be released to her soul because you're a good father who loves and cares for us. Your word says you sent your son to die because you loved us so, so that we can have life and life more abundantly. God, your daughter wants life and life more abundantly in her marriage, in her family, in her business, on her job, in ministry in the way that she speaks, in the way that she shows up on her podcast, in every vision and dream, God, she wants to experience you. I thank you that we are not leaving this podcast episode in a place of where we have no hope. We have hope, God, and we put our hope back in you. No longer will we listen to the enemy's lies of doubt, of disbelief that we can't be changed and we can't be whole and that we'll always be like this. No, you are a liar. We will be healed. We will see the goodness of God in the land of the living. We will go in peace. Your peace that is undisturbed, unbothered. I thank you that your daughter will take the time. Will give her wound oxygen to breathe. Will apply your ointment. And will will access through faith your healing God. I thank you that it is well and it is done in Jesus name, in Jesus name. So right now, as we end in my hiding place, um, our my hiding place segment is not a segment just for the end of this episode, but it's also for you to create at home in your quiet place, in your quiet time, get in a hiding place with God, hide yourself in his word, hide yourself in worship. I want you to worship to this song called Everlasting God. Several people sing it. So whoever you um, you want to listen to, you can. It's called Everlasting God, whatever version you prefer. I want you to listen to this song. Um, just a couple of lyrics in this song that really stood out to me and that I want you to meditate on is, um, it says, I will remain confident in this. I will see the goodness of the Lord. We set our hope on you. 
We set our hope on your love. We set our hope on the one who is the everlasting God. Set your hope. You can put your hope back where it belongs, not in the healing, but on God, on you, God, on your love, on the one who is everlasting, never changing, always sure. We can remain confident. We can walk in faith that God will heal us. Okay, let's take a moment and just declare these confessions over our soul. Repeat after me. I give my soul time, oxygen, ointment, and faith it needs that it needs to heal. I completely trust and have confidence that Jesus will heal my soul. I will rest and put my hope on the one who is the everlasting God. My soul will live in peace, untroubled, and undisturbed. Amen, amen, and amen. All right, everyone, that wraps up this week's episode. Thank you for tuning in. Please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast so we can get refreshing to those souls who need it. Also, don't forget to head over to Amazon where you can purchase that 30-day devotional Rest for the Soul by yours truly. Um, you want to get it in your hand. And just remember, soul care is self-care. Until next time, bye-bye.